Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Generation Broadway. As always, I am your host, Jillian Kidd, and I am so pumped for this week. We are talking about a topic that is very near and dear to my heart. I could talk about it for hours on end. We are, of course, discussing Heather's Off-Broadway versus West End production. This is kind of like a hotly debated idea of like which one's better. I have so many opinions and I'm so excited to talk about it. Um, but before we get started, I did just want to say that while I am comparing these two shows and giving my own opinion, it doesn't necessarily mean that one is objectively better than the other. Obviously, everyone has their own opinions and what I am saying is just personal to me. Uh, as always, please make sure you give us a follow on Instagram at Generation Broadway and our newly created Twitter account, Generation B-Way. No capitals, just a straight word. So this week I am going to do kind of I'm going to give you guys a little overview of both productions. And then I'm going to talk about the three main differences that I noticed, which is the portrayal of characters, changing original songs and adding a new song into the mix. So without further ado, let's get into this week's episode. So the musical is based off of the 1989 hit classic, Heathers, starring Winona Ryder and Christian Slater. Both the musical and the movie tell the story of outsider Veronica Sawyer, who works her way into joining the popular group, The Heathers. Not long after, she meets dark and mysterious JD, who she immediately falls for. After being kicked out of the Heathers, Veronica is convinced by JD to exact her revenge through murder. <laughs> Ultimately, there were quite a few script readings before we ended up seeing the off-Broadway production, which, fun fact, the first ever reading of the musical was in 2009 and starred Kristen Bell as Veronica, which I would be so curious to see because I don't know about you guys, but I always view Kristen Bell as kind of this, like, bubbly and cheery person and not really Veronica so I really would love to see how that works anyways after numerous readings we got to see the 2014 off-Broadway production which took place at the New World stages and was directed by Andy Fickman with music and lyrics by Lawrence O'Keefe and Kevin Murphy uh, the production starred Barrett Wilbert Weed as Veronica, Ryan McCartan as JD, Jessica Keenan Wynn, Alice Lee and Elle McLemore playing Heather Chandler, Heather Duke, and Heather McNamara, respectively. This program lasted for about a year and had a cast album released. Ultimately, it closed at the end of 2014, and there was no talks of a revival or anything. Then, in 2017, it was announced that for the 2018 season, Heather's would be transformed into an off-West End show at the Other Palace, which eventually transferred to the Royal Haymarket Theatre later that year. This was again directed by Andy Fickman and the same lyrics and book team of Lawrence O'Keefe and Kevin Murphy. So that's how the shows looked logistically with their cast members and creative teams. Artistically, there were three kind of major changes that I noticed, which was the portrayal of characters, changing original songs, some original songs, and adding in a new song to the West End production. Starting with the first point of portrayal of characters, obviously when you have different actors playing the same role, you are going to see portrayals being done differently. It's up to the actor's individual interpretation of how a character should be portrayed. But I think I noticed at least with the West End versus Off-Broadway production, it was 
written changes, not just interpretive changes. And this was seen most clearly in the characters of Veronica and JD. So Veronica, like I mentioned in the off-Broadway production, was played by Barrett Wilbert Reed, who I think took a bit more of an edgy take on Veronica compared to Carrie Hope Fletcher's West End version. Veronica in the off-Broadway 2014 version was more hardcore with the Heathers and more a little bit more pushy, and you could see her fighting back and being more like aggressive in like her behavior, which I think played in her favor because when you saw her then interacting with JD and with Martha, you could see her soft side a lot more and how she interacted with them. It was like a completely different character. Her body language like physically changed. She was a lot softer around them. She wasn't as guarded. She was like slumping her shoulders. She was more soft compared to when she's with the Heathers and she's standing up tall and she looks very powerful. And this ultimately highlights her relationship with them compared to her relationship with the Heathers. It also um, shows her transformation of how she views JD just kind of in between the first act of the show and the end of the second act when she's kind of realized that maybe he's not the person she thought she was because you see her change her body language again from being very soft around him to being more brave and standing taller and bigger around him so that she does not look like she is a target and this also plays really well in songs like dead girl walking dead girl walking reprise because it just makes her sound like a little bit more intense and more like like she's not dealing with anyone's ideas like she's just she's on her own path she knows what she wants and she's gonna do it um that being said I loved Carrie Hope Fletcher's portrayal of Veronica I just think that Barrett Wilbert Weed stayed a little bit more true to the movie and that's something that I personally enjoyed now the other main character that I noticed had a big difference in their portrayal was JD Jamie Moscato plays JD in the West End production as a stereotypical sad boy if you will The way his body language is and the way he speaks to Veronica is very much so from the moment he meets her, he's making, he's enabling Veronica to feel bad for him and feel sympathy, which gets her to act in his favor and do what he wants. And I personally think this is most notable through the way he tells her about his mom, because in the 2014 off-Broadway version, it's kind of played off as a joke. Whereas the West End version, it's more like, feel bad for me, this happened, I've gone through so much, I'm such a brave person. Like, he's very, he's a lot more methodical in what he does. Um, And I think the other way that you can see this is, again, through body language of, like, Jamie Moscato as an actor is pretty tall compared to Carrie Hope Fletcher. So he's often looking down at her and he's hunched over, so he's more vulnerable and he's more, he's not like on display. He's hiding himself away a lot more. And you never really see him standing up straight until the very end of the play. Uh, and this is uh, until the very end of the play. And this, I think, is very different compared to the 2014 production where you have Ryan McCartan playing him as like a cool, tough, mysterious kind of guy that you don't know much about him. He's a new guy. He comes in, he quotes Baudelaire, he rescues Veronica, he's super cool. And I think that, in my opinion, that character lacks depth compared to the 
Heather's off-broad West compared to the Heather's West End production. You see Ryan McCartan's so sure of himself and so aware of what he's doing, but it's also just played that like he had this plan all along and he was not his manipulation of Veronica is after the thought. He didn't intend to do that, but it's now happening, so he's just going with it. Whereas the West End production, from the get-go, you know that JD is intentionally playing with Veronica's mind to get her to do what he wants and what he needs. And I think, I personally think that was an amazing change. It makes his whole, oh, I hate the jocks, I hate the cheerleaders, I hate the popular kids, it makes so much more sense. And it also kind of shows that he has created this illusion in his mind that he can't be his own. He can't stand up to them without resorting to murder. He can't resort. He can't stand up to anybody without being aggressive. And you can see that he has kind of created that story in his own mind, which is something that is completely missing from the off-Broadway production. Obviously, there are a lot of smaller changes to other characters. I think you could talk a lot about Heather Chandler, too, but hers is mostly just that in the off-Broadway version, she's more subtly aggressive, and it's not as, like, in-your-face, so you can kind of see why people like her and are friends with her, aside from just fearing her, whereas the West End production is a lot more like they fear her. They She is in charge because she is scary, um, but honestly both versions of Heather Chandler are like the almighty she's an amazing character and I think that both productions did justice to her really well so that's kind of it for big character changes that I noticed so we're gonna move on to the changes they made to songs personally I think that the music changes were the most notable changes in the transfer from off-broadway to west end Mainly, it was seen most notably in the addition of a new song, which I will touch on in a little bit, but they also made changes to two existing songs. They replaced the song Blue with the song You're Welcome, and they also replaced Blue Reprise with the song Never Shut Up Again. So the song Blue takes place in a scene where Veronica goes to help the Heathers get away from Kurt and Graham, who are very drunk. Ultimately, Veronica is left abandoned with these two boys and has no way to escape them. They ultimately begin to pressure Veronica into having sex with them. Obviously, it is a very dark moment in the script, and Blue kind of takes a comedic look at the situation, and it's it's supposed to be satire, but in my opinion, it kind of just falls short. Like, it's just a funny look at it. It's just like, oh, they're jocks. They they're just behaving like jocks behave isn't that so funny ha 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 and I think that kind of like breaks away from the story a little bit more it really tonally shifts from everything else that is very female empowerment and female based like you saw two songs earlier you see dead girl walking which is about sex positivity and Veronica taking control of her life and doing what she wants and then you cut to the story of like this is so funny, they're trying to, like, pressure her, and it's, I think it's not that great, so I very much so enjoyed the change that they made to You're Welcome. So, You're Welcome maintains the same themes of, it's the same story, the same plot, the same, like, scene, 
but it just adds to it. So the way that they clearly do it is by adding Veronica's perspective into the song. Between verses sung by Curtin Ram, there's newly added dialogue showing Veronica's feelings in the situation, showing how she feels like she is trapped and explaining what she thinks to do to escape. Ultimately, I think this heightens the situation. I do love having the scene in there. I think it makes sense to have that scene. I just think Blue was not the way to do it compared to when you have your welcome because your welcome also takes on now it has this perspective of like how these frat bros are thinking about things and even in the title alone of being like oh you're welcome these boys believe genuinely that they are doing Veronica a favor and that is not something that is conveyed in the original off-Broadway production so I really really enjoyed that change I think it was great um, I think it also ultimately plays into the theme of the show better of like female empowerment and it modernizes the message of the show a lot more coming into that more me to 2020 era like it's a lot more modern and fitting today's idea a lot better so kind of and right after that after this scene you have the scene of the blue reprise which is changed to never shut up again. So both songs show Heather Duke explaining the events of Blue slash You're Welcome to other students at school, degrading Veronica because of rumors that she is intentionally spreading. So where Blue Reprise is like subtly showing how Heather Duke takes over for Heather Chandler's role and becomes like top tier and the almighty and taking on this idea and this persona, you see Never Shut Up Again, which is very explicit. You don't need to think too hard about it. Heather Duke is very clearly now taking on Heather Chandler's old role. And they do this. Both productions show Heather Duke taking the red scrunchie and putting it on and removing her green one. However, Never Shut Up Again in the West End production takes it one step further by completely changing her costume. There's a really great quick change done on stage where she goes from her green blazer and skirt to a matching blazer and skirt that Heather Chandler wore in that bright red. So, so it very explicitly shows the transformation Heather Duke has from the role of the lapdog following along to the role of like woman in charge. I think that the change in both of these songs kind of ultimately puts the story back into this like female empowerment, women are in charge message of the show. And that's shown clearly by highlighting Veronica's thoughts and what she thinks in this situation where she is fearing for her life and showing Heather Duke's explanation of how she is taking power and she is not going to shut up as she has been told from the beginning of the musical. She, You see them both being like, no, I'm not letting this happen. I am controlling my life. This is on me. I am taking control of this. And I think both songs are a really welcome inclusion. I don't know if they necessarily needed Never Shut Up Again, but I could see how they felt that they had to make that change with no longer having Blue anymore. I just think that I at least somewhat preferred your um, Blue reprise because it was a little bit more symbolic and like, oh, she's putting on the scrunchie compared to an outright, oh, she's Heather Chandler because she's wearing Heather Chandler's outfit. So those are kind of the biggest changes that were made to the songs. 
Now, the last big change they made to the West End production of Heathers was adding a whole new song right at the middle to end of Act 2. It's Veronica's big 11 o'clock number. It's called I Say No. I absolutely love it. I think it is so great. It's such an amazing addition to the show. It shows Veronica's thought process as we near the end of the musical, which is something I think the off-Broadway production kind of left to interpretation of your assuming and your understanding that Veronica has given hope, hope on having, on like changing JD into becoming a better person. Whereas this song just puts it into words and makes sure that the audience understands it. Um, so it shows Veronica breaking up with JD, refusing to follow along with him and no longer continuing with their plot to murder their classmates. It highlights this through very specific lyrics and placement of lyrics so there's parts where she is physically cutting him off as he begins to continue his ploy of enabling her she will physically say no and keep singing over him and a lyric that I really like that I think always stands out to me is but you're still using me to justify the harm you do so she has now clued in that he is enabling her to follow along with his plan and that a lot of what he has been saying has just been lies to defend his position and defend this world that he has created where he is a savior who needs to do what he is doing. Um, I think that also part of why I like this is it also conveys the idea and the message that they're getting across that JD is manipulating Veronica from the get-go. This final is that like final like nail in the coffin, if you will, of showing that he intends to do this and she is figuring it out, which is something that I believe is completely missing from the off-Broadway production. It's more at best, it's more implied compared to the West End production, where it is very clear that this is what is happening. She is ultimately saying in the song that she's no longer, she's not following him blindly anymore. And I think that that is something really interesting that you see because kind of throughout the whole story, there's bits and pieces where she's acting independently. But as a whole, Veronica tends to just do what other people are telling her to do. She follows along with what the Heathers say. She starts dressing like them. She starts behaving like them. And then she meets JD and she starts following along with what JD is saying and behaving the way JD is and this is the start of her acting on her own and acting of her own independence which ultimately leads into the ending of the musical of this whole the war is over things have passed it doesn't matter anymore and I think that that is just such a brilliant introduction to the final finale of the musical and the ending of it and I think that yeah it just absolutely it and it totally fits really well with the show, and it doesn't slow down pacing-wise. It adds to it. It fits perfectly, and it was such a welcome inclusion. So kind of just to sum up things, I don't know if you could tell by me continuously singing the praises of the West End musical, but I far prefer the West End production of it. I think just it is better almost if not exclusively because it's more modernized and it has a more feminist tale to it and storyline which is something that I love and I could see that it is maybe not for everybody um one thing that I do think the West End or the one thing that I do think the off-Broadway production did really well is it is a lot more nuanced and subtle compared to the West End um 
as I've said before, they're both amazing. These shows are both just brilliantly done. I just, everybody has an opinion. At the end of the day, I just prefer the West End production. I think the cast is a little bit better. I think the nuances of it are a little bit better. And yeah, it's, in my opinion, that's where I land. With all of that being said, thank you all so much for listening into this week's episode. I am so glad I got to talk about this. It is obviously something I really enjoy talking about, and it was super fun. Please tune in next week. We are talking about a topic that is a little bit sad, but next week on Friday is the one-year anniversary of the Broadway shutdown, so next week will be an ode to all of the changes to theater that have happened over the course of this year and throughout the pandemic and what Broadway might look like in the future. Um, That's all for this week. Thanks again for tuning in. I will see you guys next week.